July 4th, 1776, Second Continental Congress unanimously declared independence for the 13 colonies, sec separating them from the Great British Empire, founding their own nationhood, and together forming the United States of America. We are excited to celebrate the 4th of July by sharing a spooky story from each of the 13 colonies. So get a drink in one hand and fireworks in the other and enjoy these creepy stories from the 13 states that started our nation. What is up, guys? And welcome back to our podcast. I am Derek. This is Amber. And we are with Quad State Paranormal. And this is our podcast, Spirit Guides. Episode 9? Sure. I think it's I think, episode 9. I don't, I didn't look before we started. I know, so but yeah, I don't pretty know. sure it's number 9. Welcome but... to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you guys have had a happy 4th. It is, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys will be, we're recording this on the 4th. On the 4th. So, so it's actually 4th of July for us. Um, and everybody else, I guess, because it would be the fourth. <laughs> but um, if you're listening to this on Monday at work or whatever, then then we hope you guys have had a happy fourth. Yeah, had there a we happy go. Fourth of July weekend. Hope so. everybody was safe. Nobody lost any fingers <laughs> or anything. I came out with a couple scrapes and scratches. I had nothing to do with fireworks though. <laughs> that was from a friendly family fr game of dodgeball. <laughs> First round. We play for keeps. <laughs> <laughs> Even flung one of my shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> with, with that being said, I did not throw the ball hard. <laughs> no, I'm just clumsy. It was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're we going to cook out later, like we did on Father's Day, basically. Yep, that'll be some yummy. Some burgers and stuff. And Have some cheesecake again. And go and watch some fireworks yep. tonight. Hope everybody got a chance to go out and spend time with family and watch some fireworks. Oh, our fireworks were fun. Yeah, the we shot ours last job. night. They picked out some really good ones. We shot, yeah, we shot ours off last night because we knew that we were going to be busy tonight yep. with the city fireworks, so, but. I mean, we actually still have a whole bag more we got to yeah, go through know, today, so. Know. We'll be shooting off fireworks in the daylight. Yeah. Um, Which I guess it'll, is okay. It'll, it'll still be, be fun, right. though. All right, well, I guess we'll just go ahead and jump on into this. We uh, thought it'd be interesting to go back and party like it's 1776 <laughs> and, uh. I think we need to say that these stories are not actually from, like, they didn't originally originate in 1776. Right. They yeah. just, they're just stories from the from first the, original 13 Right, from colonies, the 13 the, colonies. 13 states, so. Um, kind of, I guess, what these, the big hauntings and stuff that the state, these 13 states would be known for. Right. I guess is what we're trying to say. Um, right. But I guess we'll just yeah, go ahead and jump right started, on into babe. it. All right. Number one would be from New Jersey. Um, it says, there is an old oak tree in New Jersey known as the Devil's Tree, located along uh, Mountain Road in Basking Ridge. This tree has played host to hundreds of hangings from colonial era, era slaves to a farmer who killed his very own family and ended his own life by hanging himself at the tree. It is said that the, on this day, the tree bark still feels warm to the touch and snow will even melt around it 
Many speculate that this tree acts as an actual portal to hell. So that's a that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Seems like we just watched a movie not too long ago. I had to do, or maybe it was a one of those paranormal shows. They had to do with the tree. What was that? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I, it had to do with the tree, and they found that doll or something in the tree. Oh yeah, um, and they broke it. Had to do with the farmers that put those yeah. dolls in the... Kind of sounds like that. I don't remember what the movie was, though. Hell Below or something? No. I don't know. Oh, it's got the guy in it from uh, Walking Dead. And uh, Negan. That's it, yeah. Yep, and I don't remember... Oh, man, it just came out. I sure don't remember the yeah, name of the movie. Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie, though. But, yeah, man, that was way off topic already. But, but they made that into a shrine, the tree into a shrine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't, oh, man, I don't remember. It just came out. So if you look up, uh, you know, the guy from Supernatural and Walking Dead, you'll be able to see what it is. But anyway, moving on. Really, really, real quick, because I said that the snow will melt from the tree, but, I mean, it could just be in the sun. It could just be in the direct sunlight. Well, it's in Massachusetts. It may be colder there than it is here. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the sun's shining on something. It does if it's 20 below. That wasn't Massachusetts anyway. That was in New Jersey because Massachusetts oh, yeah. is my state. That's the next state. Okay, so that is my state. Mm -hmm. my, my bad. First, my first state is Massachusetts. The kids make fun of the way I say that word, so I have to sound it out every time I say it. <laughs> but uh, I have a, a rhyme for my state. If you couldn't have guessed, my story is about Lizzie Borden. I think everybody's heard of her. Oh, yeah. And the house. I think there's even a movie about it. And there is a bed and breakfast museum. The Lizzie Borden Bed and Breakfast Museum in Fall River was once literally bathed in blood. Home to Andrew Borden, his wife Abby, and daughters Emma and Lizzie. In 1892, Abby Borden was killed by a fatal facial axe injury while cleaning the guest rooms. Lizzie was believed responsible, but denied any involvement. Andrew was murdered next while he slept. He was violently attacked, sustaining over 20 axe wounds. In 1996, the property began to operate as a bed and breakfast. Andrew and Abby's ghost have been seen here hundreds of times. They seem unaware of the living, but will reach out and physically touch guests with icy cold fingers. The sounds of screaming and the metal scrapings of an axe hacking are, are often heard so vividly here that many actually believe a real real murder to be taking place in real time. Wow. So the rhyme's a little off. Yeah. It wasn't started, 40 wax. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but, uh. She was never convicted of those. Nope. Never. Which is really weird because. I don't remember a whole, I mean, I remember, you know, of course, the, the gist of the story, but I think there was more that went into it, you know, getting into the investigation of it and all right. that stuff. Um, and, but yeah, I don't think there was ever, mm -mm. I don't think anybody was ever I believe really, it's still just unsolved. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think anybody was ever really pinpointed, even though there was suspicion mm-hmm. on uh, who did it. And then, you know, the poor mom, she was already having a hard day cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> Just made it twice as bad. <laughs> Yeah, she's probably sitting there cleaning the house. Oh, these damn kids cleaning. Yeah. Oh, I wish somebody just killed me. <laughs> the next thing you know, axe to the head. You are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, well, moving on. <laughs> South Carolina. Boone Hall Plantation and Gardens is one of the America's oldest plantation homes, first established in 1800 by Major John Boone. The original farmhouse was replaced with a brick-style mansion, but is said to be actively haunted by slave spirits. Ghost children, a little boy and girl, have all been seen playing by the chimney area, and hundreds of visitors describe witnessing uh, apparitions of fully uh, uniformed soldiers. I guess from that 1800 Uh time period. Um, So that one is pretty close. Like the... We got our independence in 1776, and then this was yeah built in 1800s. So um, yeah, so I get that one sounds more along the lines of people just seeing apparitions or yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, ghost children, pretty friendly, yeah, nothing harmful there. Yeah. Doesn't say anything, you know, about uh, the uniformed soldiers being irate or anything. No. So yeah, that one okay. that one didn't sound too bad. Nah, not bad. All right, the next state we have is Connecticut. The Palace Majestic Theater in Bridgeport was built in 1922. Native American artifacts were discovered here, and infamous gangster crime boss Dutch Schultz murdered two of his victims here. Schultz was a bootlegger during the Prohibition era and is believed to actively haunt the theater today. Many have come face-to-face with Schultz, who is known to fully manifest on the second floor while others report hearing unexplained sinister phantom voices and residual gunfire coming from the property at night. I wonder what that would be like to, you know, just be walking down the street or your house is next door and you just hear random gunfire Gunfire. at night. (laughs) Yeah, I'd just be ducking and covering my head. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, what is going on? That'd that'd be weird. Uh, I was trying to find the... The link between the Native American and this crime boss, but it just sounds like there were just Native American artifacts found where they ended up building this theater. Oh, gotcha. Um, you know, and a lot of people believe that that could be some stuff that leads to haunting. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, um, I've never heard of the Palace Majestic Theater in Bridgeport. It seems like I've heard the name uh, Palace, but I don't know anything about uh. The crime boss, though. I don't either. Dutch Schultz. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. Mm-mm. I know it said um, infamous, you know, gangster, but I he's not one that I don't think I've ever heard. I haven't either. Um, and I'm really surprised, you know, because you usually know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But well, another thing I'll look him up. Yep, another thing I'll have to look up. Yep. All right, next one we have Delaware. Uh, Looms Pond State Park. Opened in 1963, Loose Pond is the largest freshwater pond in Delaware. A woman was allegedly raped, murdered at the lake, and she is believed to actively haunt the park today. Many hear piercing screams accompanied by mysterious light orbs and even panic splashing sounds amidst the waters. Staff has seen her fully uh, manifest, wearing a long, water-soaked white dress, 
with blood stains, looking lost as if she's trying to call out for help. It's the female version of uh, Jason Voorhees. Splashing in the water. Uh, that's the only thing that was the same. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Unless Whatever. he was wearing a dress. I don't remember that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, you know, you always hear those. There's numerous stories in history and stuff about, you know, seeing a woman in white Lady or whatever. White, yeah. um, so this just sounds like that's one of those stories for that town and, or, you know, wherever that is in Delaware. Yeah, I don't know if that's Looms Pond or Lums. Lums I would have said Lums. Lums. I don't know. Uh, it's L-U-M-S, so I don't know. I don't either. Never heard of that either. No. All right, we're moving along to North Carolina now. Bentonville Battlefield State Historic Site is a historic Civil War battlefield which helped establish Johnson County. In 1850, the Harper family settled here and opened their home as a Civil War hospital. Today, it is a visitor center and museum and is haunted by Civil War ghosts. The sounds of battle, gunfire, even the aroma of gunpowder are all phenomena experienced here. Strange floating mist which seems to have intelligent directional cognition, have been seen here, much to the astonishment of onlookers. I wonder how many people have seen that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't say. That one was that one was in 1850. Well, the Harper family settled there in 1850. Right, so yeah. That happened quite a while ago. The you... strange mist. <laughs> okay, I know you won't think anything of this, but... I used to go driving around a lot and I remember driving and I mean, it was probably just fog or whatever, but it was like fog and mist and it was only in this one certain area, which I thought was weird. And I'm Always like, in the same area? <laughs> well, no. I mean, it's not like I repeatedly went back to this place and there was fog or mist there. I was just driving along the road and there was just like this mist in this one area of the road. And I ended up driving through it, and I tell you, there for a while after I did that, I had such bad luck. Huh. Like, everything that could go wrong did go wrong. That's crazy. It's probably just a coincidence. It was just, <laughs> it was just fog or whatever. But, uh, I mean, but the weird thing is, is when I was driving through it, because I almost didn't want to drive through it. I'm like, that's weird. I don't want to drive through it. And sure enough, I like, you know, any other time I would have been like, oh, that's just fog, and drove through it. Right, no. yeah. But that, at this, this time, I was like, that's weird. They and, give you a weird feeling. Yeah, at all? it gave me a weird feel, like um, to where I almost like I wanted to turn around and not go through it, but I'm like, oh, that's stupid. I'm just gonna drive through it. And then since I drove through it, like there for a little bit after that, yeah, bad oh, luck. Wow, huh? Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, number seven, Georgia. No, I wonder. It says the Tybee. You think that's Tybee? I'd say Tybee. Okay. The Tybee Island Lighthouse on Tybee Island, oddly enough, <laughs> was originally built in 1736. Ooh, 1736. Wow. The lighthouse was destroyed in the war, but reconstructed in 1866. The lighthouse is believed uh, to be haunted by a five-year-old little girl who, was, who has been seen running down the stairs, stopping to urgently warn guests uh, don't go any further. She then sits quietly and plays with a doll. All seen is the apparition, also seen is the apparition of a previous lighthouse keeper who, roamed, who roams the site whistling as he walks. So, 
that goes with almost any lighthouse story I've heard. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you've posted before about another lighthouse that was supposed to be haunted. Yeah, um, and between that one and the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Oh, well, that's I think that's the one I'm thinking and, of. And, uh, you know, I mean, almost any lighthouse. Also, you know, Are they and usually, I'm not, is it usually kids? Yes, and that's what I started saying. I'm not trying to downgrade or not, you know, and say that none of this is true, but or, you know, people aren't experiencing this, but it seems like all lighthouse stories have to do with one or two kids and that have died, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of way while their their parents or grandparents or something is taking care of this lighthouse. Um, so it's another one of those kind of coincidental things, kind of like the woman in white and, you know, the the stories it's almost like folklore kind of you know that's passed down from generation to generation from different locations to different locations um but i'd who, like to go to a lighthouse who knows? i've never even seen one like a like a real one yeah oh i've never seen like a real i think the closest thing to a lighthouse i've ever seen is that one in that um it's like a mini lighthouse in that metropolis park Oh, what wow. We... Yeah. <laughs> I told you I've never seen one. Yeah, that is not a real lighthouse. I know. <laughs> so I want to see a real lighthouse. Well, and we'll have I to make a trip. G- and... I want to go in one. Have to, we'll have to make a trip to St. Augustine Lighthouse. But, like, I don't want to go just for, like, the paranormal stories about it. I just want to go just to go and be in one and to see it. You know this is a paranormal podcast we're doing, right? Yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah, I, I would go for, I would go for that and to investigate too, but I, I just would like to see one. Right. All right. Okay, so my next state is Virginia. The Martha Washington Inn and Abingdon was built for General Francis Preston and his family in 1832. This inn has served as a college, a Confederate troop training facility, and a hospital. Hundreds of guests have reported the spirit of a lady who stands on the upper floor staring into the, into the distance from a balcony. Others report disembodied footsteps and ghostly soldiers' voices shouting out long-lost battlefield commands. Huh. Well, that would be neat. That would be creepy. Yeah. Um, you know, to hear just random... The battlefield commands. Yeah. Yep. That'd be... Huh. Yeah, that'd, that'd be neat. And like you said, also creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, number nine, the great state of New York. Which uh, I've never been there. I've never been to any of like any of these places, I don't think. Uh, let's see. South Carolina I have. <laughs> uh, Washington. North Carolina. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Washington Square Park is a popular public park located in the Greenwich neighborhood of Manhattan. The park is prolific for its paranormal activity, originally purchased and used as a potter's field and later as a military training ground. In 1889, let's see, the park was used to honor the centennial inauguration of George Washington's presidency by way of installation of a large memorial marble archway. I'm going to have to look that up because I'd like to see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, many may unknowingly be walking over the 20,000 bodies who succumbed to yellow fever 
their corpses buried underground some uh, underground here some of those laid to rest have actually been unearthed during renovation works 20,000 and what's yellow fever you'll have to look that up that's a long story okay <laughs> was it called something else or is it just called yellow fever yellow fever oh um Tourists describe seeing apparitions of shadowy figures hanging from the trees surrounding the park, their arms and legs kicking violently. Well, that sounds like they were hangings there. Yeah. Um, it just so happens that the original, oh, there you go, the original hanging gallows were oh, located wow. a stone's throw away just where the fountain is today. Oh, this is just beyond where the fountain is today. A hot spot for paranormal enthusiasts due to its extreme cold spots, high EMF levels, and disturbing EVPs. But perhaps the most unsettling phenomena seen here are the dark shadow figures who peer out from behind the trees watching the living from a distance. Well, I'm going to start with the 20,000 people that were buried there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of got that at the beginning where I was talking about it being a potter's field. So basically, a lot of these people were buried with no headstones. Um, well, and then I was, when you had said that some of the those laid to rest here have actually been unearthed during renovation works. So what? where are they being? Like, they're unearthed. Where are they bearing? Where did they bury yeah, them from there? That I don't know. It doesn't say. Huh. Unless they're putting them, you know, in a different cemetery. But I'm sure... Like I said, with it being a potter's field, um, you know, a lot of these people died. They were probably poor. Well, like I said, you know, in yellow fever, they didn't have money or family around. So they were taking these people and just burying them basically in holes in yeah. the ground without any landmarkers or anything. So now they're being found, you know, anytime they do renovation, they're finding, you know, bodies. But I wonder how they know that there's, you know, that many down there. 20,000. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. Of people. Yeah. Okay, should we move along? Moving along. Maryland. Maryland. The USS Torsk in Baltimore was launched in 1944 and has a dark, sinister history. This war submarine was active during World War II and was nicknamed the Galloping Ghost of the Japanese Coast. Tragically, a naval officer missed an emergency call-out to get below deck and was pulled beneath the waters where he drowned. Many have encountered mysterious phenomena on deck today, including objects visible, moving unattended, and visitors have claimed they have even stopped and spoken to this officer who climbs up from a side ladder and on board. Staff report hearing creepy splashing sounds in the water at night, which may suggest a residual haunting. This amazing historical submarine is open to the public today at the Baltimore Maritime Museum. That'd be cool to visit. Yeah. It'd be weird. Like if you were talking to somebody and then like, you know, you talk to them, have a normal conversation with them. And then like, they just like disappear yeah, or you something. Turn, yeah, or... You, you turn around and turn back around. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Or if they just disappear in front of you, you know, I guess. But, uh, yeah. So in the paranormal field, there's like residual hauntings and intelligent ones right is that right. the difference right so like the residual ones is just like stuff that they had already done and the 
their lives. They're continuing. And... They're continuing a pattern of what they pretty much did day to day. Yeah. Um, such as you know, somebody who got up in the middle of the night at one o'clock in the morning and always went and got a drink of water. So at one o'clock in the morning, if you live in this house and you see so you may see somebody walking from the bedroom to the kitchen because they always did that. Mm-hmm. So it's residual. They, it keeps going. Intelligent hauntings, they know you're there and they're trying to communicate with you. Right. Try to interact with you. Right. Exactly. We're moving on. We are moving on. All right. Unless I didn't have anything else to, I didn't either. Um, to go with that one. Going to number 11, Rhode Island. Rhode Island is known to be home to some truly ancient tales. Providence City Hall was built in 1878 and is cloaked in a local haunted legend. Believed to be haunted by former mayor Thomas Doyle, whose funeral wake took place here. There have been hundreds of supernatural claims here, including chairs moving across the room, an aroma of cigar smoke. Uh, the major, wa- uh, he was a, you know, an avid cigar smoker. Um, I think everybody was back then. <laughs> um, also, upon entering the building, you may feel a ghostly, icy hand grasp your hand, as if you're as if welcoming you officially into the room, just like the mayor would have. Um, but. Uh, I guess he just liked to hold people's hands. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I think we talked last podcast about the cigar smoke mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I think everybody back then, you know, was smoking cigars and wearing wigs. So <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a long time for that to linger from 1878. Well, if it's been smoked in for years and years and years, it may not be from from that time period. Oh, that's very true. Yeah, it could be from, you know, whoever had the house after he passed away or, you know. So, who knows? Yeah, very true. All right, moving on to number 12, New Hampshire. The magnitude of haunted stories coming from New Hampshire is astounding. The Eagle Mountain House Hotel in Jackson was established in 1849. Famous due to its ghostly apparitions of the lady in the red dress and the ghost of a little boy who will actively walk right up behind you and whisper in your ears. It comes as no surprise that this location is a continual favorite with paranormal investigators. Have you ever heard of it? I have the not. The Eagle Mountain House Hotel. Nope, I have to, Jackson, something else New I'll have Hampshire. to look up. Yep. Okay, so this isn't a lady in white. This well, is a lady in red. Hmm. Is there a movie called that? The Lady in Red? Maybe that's The Lady in White. I don't know. There's yeah, a movie. I don't know. There's a movie called The Lady in, and it's either red or white. I don't know. But it doesn't say what the little boy says. No. Ghost of a little boy who will actively right up, walk right up behind you and whisper in your ear. Hmm. I wonder. I'd like to know what he says. Yeah, that's something else we'll have to look up, I guess. I wonder if there is uh, any. You know, any claims that people have put online about stuff they've heard yeah. regarding this location. Okay, Eagle Mountain House Hotel. We yep. will look into that one a little bit more. That sounds interesting. All right, and that brings us to... The last one. Number 13, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Hershey Park 
is a 120-acre award-winning family theme park founded by Milton S. Hershey, the famous chocolatier. Oh, I was wondering if it had anything to do with like the Hershey candy. Okay, yep. I love Hershey's. Uh, let's see, boardwalks, roller coasters, rides, shops, and zoos. But there may be more than just fun on the agenda here. A looming shadowy figure is report, reported most days from this location. Also, sounds of a woman crying in the bathroom areas. In 1977, a repairman was killed while working on the roller coaster tracks. Visitors will, also, will often report sightings, uh, citing a ghost man working on the tracks today, which is clearly the manifestation of the repairman. So, I guess, you know, I wonder if they've ever had other incidents at that park. I don't know, but I want to go. I mean, roller coaster rides, <laughs> a zoo, Hershey's candy, ghost. I mean, what else, what else can you ask that for? That sounds like a, a Willy this Wonka theme park. This sounds like a great place for us to go. <laughs> this is going to be on our bucket list for the summer. We're doing it. I'm assuming it's still open. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't look into uh, the actual park, so I don't know if it's still open, but I'm sure it is with it being, you know, iconic like that. Yeah, sounds sounds pretty cool. But that's it. That's the 13, and these are 13, uh, you know, hopefully different stories that you don't normally hear. I know the Lizzie Borden one, I think everybody's heard. I think heard. that was the only one that's really um, the, well known out of all of these. But, uh. You know, it gives you kind of something, some, you know, as listeners of the podcast or whatever, it gives you some different kind of stories that you don't normally hear. Uh, and, you know, so you can go and look stuff up for yourself and see if you can find some pictures or uh, whatever on these places. I don't, I don't, like I said, I really don't think these are stories that people normally hear or listen to. Right. So. So, also, you had posted a picture on Facebook. Was it Facebook or Instagram? About the uh, the fireworks? Didn't you post that? About the fireworks? Yeah, the picture. It's like a little girl and she's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fireworks. I did that this morning. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, and there's like... So it's supposed, something supposedly a little boy, you, like the head, and uh, I think the the parents said they believe it to be their son who yeah. actually died in a, a tornado. Right? Earlier. Yeah, like yeah, early, earlier that year or something. So you guys can take a look at the picture and see if you think it's actually that little boy's spirit, or if you think the picture is just blurred. Because I know sometimes you know pictures, if there's movement in the pictures, it will be blurry, and yeah. you can you can see like two faces sometimes. But you can you can tell if you look because on this post, um, you know, there's a picture of the little boy that had passed away, and then the picture of his sister with whatever behind him mm-hmm. now or whatever behind her. And that picture, or whatever is behind her, does have similarities to her brother. The picture of the boy. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I give it that. It, it really does. Now, the next thing is, when was that picture actually taken? Was it that year? Was it the year before? hmm You know, I don't, I mean, yeah, it's just something for everybody to look at it yeah, and, look and at say it and give us your input to see what you think yeah because you know it may have been taken a year before and it may you know on fourth of july or 
was it really taken this year or, or whenever this picture was posted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, who knows? But, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting picture. Yeah, it is. So you need you know, check it out, see what you think. And, again, we're going to throw out our uh, email. I'm going to let you throw that out. Okay, hang you on. You don't remember me, no, no, it no, no, either. No, 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 give me I a second. No, no, okay, up. hang on. Spirit Guides QSP Pod. No. I don't think Spirit so. Spirit Guides. He doesn't remember either. He's having to look it up. Yeah, because I don't remember because <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about throwing it out there. Um, it, so it's probably easier just to, you know, continue contacting us on Facebook or Instagram. Right. But if you do like to do email... It is Spirit Guides QSP podcast. And that's exactly what I said. At gmail.com. Yeah, I was right. I'm always right. You just need to accept that. It, uh, yeah, I always get that QSP part mixed up, whether it's podcast QSP or QSP podcast. (laughs) But it is Spirit Guides QSP podcast at gmail.com. But like she said, it is easier just to reach us on social media. Mm -hmm. Send us a message on there. Um, you know, we'll get back with you as soon as we can. And if you have any ideas for shows or whatever coming up, you know, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We want to hear, we enjoy hearing from you guys and we want to, you know, we want to do content that you guys want to listen to. So just, uh, yeah, shoot us a message or something or email. And we hope that you guys will tune in next time and continue. Well, hope you had. Happy Fourth and continue to stay safe and have fun. Well, and other big news is next episode will be episode 10. Oh, it will? Yep. That will be our season finale for season one. We want to do something like really, really, really good for for our 10th episode. Yeah, that'll be the end of our first season. And when we started this, we really didn't know if we'd be doing 10 episodes. So (laughs) here we are at number nine. So next week will be season finale of season one. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have something really, really good in store. Hopefully (laughs) may have to do some, do some hardcore research. Now we put this pressure on ourselves, but uh, yeah, that's all I've got. All right. Well, tune in next time you guys. Happy fourth. See ya. Bye.